Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I am Lorraine, and I am your host today. It is Friday, and uh, yes, I know you're expecting Jeremiah with me uh, together, but uh, today I'm going to do it by myself because uh, we started to do it together, and uh, some stuff kind of happened, so uh, I offered to do it alone. So, And that's all good. Maybe next week we'll get a double dose of uh, Jeremiah. So uh, we'll see. We'll pray about that. But we are uh, episode 51.1 and this is Revelation chapter 11. We are halfway through. Yay. Uh, So congratulations for putting up with me and my lack of knowledge on uh, the subject of Revelation. So, um, but uh, you know, we're just, we're reading it. Uh, We pick out what seems to be kind of important and, uh, and then we, uh, and then, you know, keep going. So uh, that's what we do. We read our Bible and uh, we try to understand exactly what it is that God's telling us. So there is a couple of things popping up in chapter 11. The two witnesses are coming. Uh, I believe it's about three, over three years. Uh, They will trample the holy city for 42 months, which is over three years, three and a half years, I guess. So uh, we are just going to keep... you know, marching through this and uh, and try to figure out what exactly it is that God's telling us. So I'm going to open this up in prayer and then uh, and then we'll start to read. So uh, let's pray. Holy, holy, mighty God, we um, come to your throne so blessed and so unworthy of all that you provide for us. But you love us so much that you do provide whatever it is that we need, and we are so grateful. Uh, Lord, we are most grateful for the gift of your son Jesus and the sacrifice on the cross for us. And we thank you for his um, obedience to what you needed him to do for us uh, in order to wipe away all of our sins. So Lord, thank you for that. We thank you for our friends, our families, and we ask for blessings over each one of them. whatever the needs are of those who are out there listening. Uh, Lord, you know what they are, and I just pray that uh, their needs are met and exceeded by your wonderfulness and your graciousness and your mercy. Lord, we invite you into this time in your word. Reveal to us what it is that you want us to understand. Empty us of us and the world, and let us have a clear mind so that we can understand exactly what it is that you want us to to understand. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm sorry, I've got a little bit of a frog in my throat today, a little more than normal, so I apologize uh, for that. So I might be clearing my voice a little bit, but let's go ahead and uh, dive into chapter 11, episode 51.1. The Two Witnesses. Then I was given a messing, I'm sorry, then I was given a measuring stick and I was told, go and measure the temple of God and the altar and count the number of worshipers. But do not measure the outer courtyard for it has been turned over to the nations. They will trample the holy city for 42 months and I will give power to my two witnesses and they will be clothed in burlap and will prophesy during those 1,260 days. These two prophets are the two olive trees 
and the two lampstands that stand before the Lord of all the earth. If anyone tries to harm them, fire flashes from their mouths and consumes their enemies. This is how anyone who tries to harm them must die. They have power to shut the sky so that no rain will fall for as long as they prophesy. And they have the power to turn the rivers and oceans into blood and to strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they wish. When they complete their testimony, the beast that comes up out of the bottomless pit will declare war against them and he will conquer them and kill them. And their bodies will lie in the main street of Jerusalem, the city that is figuratively called Sodom and Egypt, the city where their Lord was crucified. And for three and a half days, all peoples, tribes, languages, and nations will stare at their bodies. No one will be allowed to bury them. All the people who belong to this world will gloat over them and give presents to each other to celebrate the death of the two prophets who had tormented them. <clears throat> but after three and a half days, God breathed life into them, and they stood up. Terror struck all who were staring at them. Then a loud voice from heaven called to the prophets, the two prophets, come up here. And they rose to heaven in a cloud as their enemies watched. At the same time, there was a terrible earthquake that destroyed a tenth of the city. 7,000 people died in that earthquake and everyone else was terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second terror is past, but look, the third terror is coming quickly. The seventh trumpet brings the third terror. Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet and there were loud voices shouting in heaven. The world has now become the king of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. The 24 elders sitting on their thrones before God fell with their faces to the ground and worshiped him. And they said, we give thanks to you, Lord God, the, the almighty, the one who is and who always was. For now you have assumed your great power and have begun to reign. The nations were filled with wrath, but now the time of your wrath has come. It is time to judge the dead and reward your servants, the prophets, as well as your holy people and all who fear your name. From the least to the greatest, it is time to destroy all who have caused destruction on the earth. Then in heaven, the temple of God was opened and the ark of his covenant could be seen inside the temple. Lightning flashed, thunder crashed and roared and there was an earthquake and a terrible hailstorm. Well, that's a lot, let me just say. Um, so let me just quickly fill in. So what I noticed here, I just, maybe I didn't realize it until just now, but it seems like this is written in the past as if like God is looking back on all this, which is kind of interesting, right? I mean, if you read it, it start like when they complete their testimony, the beast that comes up out of the bottomless pit will declare war. So this is like in the future. And then it goes into, in 11, it, it hit me. But after three and a half days, God breathed life into them and they stood up. Terror struck all who were staring at them. Then a loud voice from heaven called to the prophets, come up here. I don't know. 
Like everything seems like it's in the past and not in the future. I don't know. This is kind of interesting. I guess maybe I'm just splitting hairs, you know. I don't know. I shouldn't be doing that. So let me, let's move on. Sorry. I just got caught up in like grammar maybe in my head. All right. So uh, we already talked about the 42 months, 1,260 days uh, that the two witnesses are going to be clothed in burlap. I thought that was kind of interesting. So, and we'll prophesy during those 120 days, 1,260 days, I'm sorry. Uh, these two prophets are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the Lord of all the earth. I mean, I highlighted the whole, I basically highlighted this whole thing all the way through because it seemed very pertinent to me. Um, and it, I mean, for me, I, if, if I was here, which I hope I won't be, I don't think I will be because I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. So, uh, but for those who are going to be here, I would be keeping an open, I would keep my eyes open for these two guys who show up and start to prophesy in the middle of Jerusalem, you know, uh, it says Main Street, Jerusalem, right? This is how anyone who tries to harm them. So if anyone who tries to harm them, fire flashes from their mouths and consumes their enemies. That I would be really keep my eyes open for something like that. And if anyone who tries to harm them, this is how they're going to die. Uh, they have power to shut down the sky, no rain, to turn the rivers into blood, uh, strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they wish. I mean, it sounds like they've got free reign to do a lot of stuff down here on earth. Uh, when they complete their testimony, the beast, obviously Satan, that comes out from the bottomless pit, and if you go down to the asterisk, it's of the abyss or the underworld, which is hell, right, um, will declare war against them, and he will conquer them and kill them. So Satan comes up from the pits of hell and kills them. So I don't understand. That's, I guess that's just part of God letting what happens happens. Their bodies are going to lie in the main street of Jerusalem, figuratively called Sodom uh, or Egypt. Uh, this is where the, our Lord was crucified. <clears throat> For three and a half days, all peoples, tribes, languages, and nations will stare at their bodies. No one will be allowed to bury them. And all the people who belong to this world, meaning those who are not believers in Christ, who don't have the mark of God on them, on their forehead, uh, that means that everybody who belongs to Satan uh, will gloat over them and give presents to each other to celebrate the death of these two prophets uh, who had tormented them. After three and a half days, so they're laying there in the middle of Jerusalem for three and a half days, God's going to breathe life into them. But it's like God breathed life into them. It's like past. Again, I'm going back to that. And they stood up. Terror struck all who struck, that's past, who were staring at them. Then a loud voice from heaven called to the two prophets, come up here. And they rose to heaven in a cloud as their enemies watched. So this all sounds like it's all in the past. It's really kind of interesting. I don't know if all of Revelation has been like that. And I just didn't notice it. I have to go back and read. Yeah, then I saw the lamb. Yeah, there's a lot of past, past tense in here. So, very interesting. Uh, I don't know if that means anything or not. I have no idea. Um, 
At the same time, there was a terrible earthquake that destroyed a tenth of the city. 7,000 people died in that earthquake, and everyone else was terrified and gave, and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second terror is past, but look, the third terror is coming. And then this, the seventh trumpet brings the third terror. Now, here's the seventh angel blowing his trumpet. And then they're all shouting, and they were, they were loud shouting. There were loud voices shouting in heaven. The world has now become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. The 24 elders sitting on their thrones before God fell with their faces to the ground and worshipped him. So this is all about worshipping God at this point. Uh, we give thanks to you, Lord, the God, uh, Lord God, the Almighty. The nations were filled with wrath, but now the time of your wrath has come. So, you know, God's coming, and he's coming with a mighty wrath. It is time to judge the dead and reward, reward your servants, the prophets, as well as your holy people. I think those are the Israelites there. I think. I'm going to put that there. And all who fear your name, from the least to the greatest, it is time to destroy all those who have caused destruction on the earth. And then that brings back the Ark of the Covenant, which is God's promise, right? These are all God promised us, you know, all, all along. So I think that's just a reminder of uh, God's promises. So. so that's it for today. That's all I got. Uh, I hope I didn't ramble too much. Um, I hope that uh, this is a blessing to you as it is to me. I, I always find reading Revelation a comfort, you know, because I know that this is all a part of God's plan. So I'm not scared by Revelation. I am comforted by it. And, uh, and again, you know, this is all about your relationship uh, with Jesus and, uh, and having a relationship with him and reading his word. So if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, if you, if you haven't made him Lord of your life and uh, made a commitment to him, then uh, I, this is your moment. I always give this moment every day. Uh, we will say the prayer, and if you feel led, if you feel like this is your, your time, uh, go ahead and say the prayer with us. This is between you and God, not me. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in in Jesus and in you. I am not perfect. I know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus Christ on the cross and his sacrifice. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and into my life. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. That is amazing. It is, it is a new, new birthday for you. And uh, I encourage you to write it down today uh, under chapter 11 as uh, the day that you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You have a, you have a whole new life. And uh, it's, uh, it's time to start living for Jesus. So I and uh, Jeremiah, uh, we strongly encourage you to find somebody who can help navigate to the next step in your Christian life and your relationship with Jesus. So, uh, you know, maybe there's somebody who's been praying for you. 
maybe there's a pastor that you know that you've uh, disconnected from. I, I don't know who that person is in your life, but I know that there's got to be somebody. And so um, find a, a church, get to a pastor, a ministry, volunteer, whatever it is that God's gift is for you, uh, go do it because that's what he wants you to do. It's uh, all living in uh, his will and in his plan. And that's uh, what I've been reading in the Old Testament. As long as you are in God's will, you're not going to have a perfect life, but you will be blessed by God and uh, expect many, many blessings. So that's it for today. Uh, it's always amazing reading through this. Uh, I, I get a, uh, my imagination kind of runs wild and I'm imagining all this stuff that's happening. And um, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's very vivid. So uh, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for letting me uh, lead this Bible study. I thank God for it every day. And um, I don't know what time it is that you're able to do this, morning, noon, or night, but I'm just glad that you are able to uh, take time out of your busy schedule and, uh, and read through God's Word and get closer to Him. So that's it. Uh, have a great weekend. God bless you, and I will see you on Monday, maybe with Jeremiah. Let's hope and pray. So take care.